Lord's Health System, one of the region's leading healthcare providers, proudly presents Lord's Health Talk. Here's Melanie Cole. Hello. We're talking today about how Lord's OR team repurposes surgical wraps to help the homeless. My guests are Laura Faust. She's a nurse anesthetist and Dana Scarangelli. She's a surgical technician and they're both part of the OR team at Lord's Health System. Dana, I'd like to start with you. What's the typical surgical process for equipment that's used and what happens to it? Uh, so it's processed down in central supply and it comes up in big blue wraps that are made out of number five polypropylene woven plastic. And then we open them, we use them for a procedure, and then they're tossed in the trash, the wrappers. So they're typically thrown away. They've never done anything but been wrapped around sterilized equipment. So then, Laura, tell us about the initiative. How did this even come about? What did you guys think about when you started this? Well, this was really Dana's, uh, Dana's work. She got the idea from this wonderful uh, surgical technician in California, um, Monica Varello, and Dana saw this on, I guess it was a surgical website. Correct me if I'm wrong, Dana, but um, this was a girl. It was a magazine. It was AST Magazine. Um, and Dana, why don't you go ahead and, and, and talk about that, and then I'll, and uh, you can tell everyone how you brought this to Lourdes, and then I will add. Okay. So, um we, I was pushing um, when Anth- our our uh, our manager Anthony went. Um, he was in the army on reserves, and while he was gone, I kept pushing. Could we recycle? Could we go green? Because I was per- working for Diem in another operating room that was a complete and total green operating room. They recycled, upcycled, got rid of, and reused everything, which I thought was like awesome. It was totally amazing. They had recycle bins. They had you know other bins for other things, and it was just really cool. They had signs on things like, you know, turn lights off and just little, tiny little things that make a difference in the end. So I start was trying to push that in our operating room, and Anthony, was, Anthony, our manager, was like, absolutely, we can do this. So one of the girls I work with gets, um, it's called Association of Surgical Technologists Magazine, and she sent me an article, and it was about um, Veronica out in California who had started a project, and it's called the Decor Project, which means from the heart in French, and then she capitalizes the O and the R. So it's from the heart of the OR. And she was making the mats all over Cal- in California and handing them out all over. And when I saw that, I contacted her, and I was like, we could send you our blue wraps because we have so many that we use daily. And she was like, well, how about you guys just start your own program out there? And that's basically how it was get. That's how it basically started. And then from there, um, Laura had seen me collecting them one day, and she was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, and I told her, and she was like, "I want to be part of this." Yeah, it was. Uh, I saw that, and I thought, "Wow, that's something I could really get into." And I have to tell you, I'm not a sewer. Uh, the last time I used a sewing machine was in the fourth grade, and I made a really bad tote bag. So <laughs> I uh, asked my mom, who sews a lot to uh, teach me how to use the sewing machine. So she came over one weekend, uh, taught me the basics of sewing, and um, that's how it all started. Um, just started sewing and making mats. And um, it's, it's, it's a hobby, but it's going to be like a never-ending hobby. This will go on forever. As long as we have surgical equipment, there will be these wraps and um, hundreds and hundreds of them that we have every week that just pile up. So it's um, you know something that we can do for the community. Um, 
something that we can do for the homeless. We make mats out of them. We make sleeping bags out of them. And we just kind of took off with this idea. And um, once we started making, you know, dozens of them, dozens turned into 50 to 100 to, I think we've made over, correct me if I'm wrong, Dana, probably over maybe 200, 220, 250 mats. Yep. Um, yep. Dana's been going to uh, different uh different areas and um, distributing them to, uh, you know, homeless shelters. Um, what I've been doing is um, I have a friend who is um, the chief of the Pensacola Police Department, and um, he has been giving them out to the homeless population in the South Jersey area. I thought it's just such a great way for him and his patrol officers to have that, you know, bridge that relationship from, you know, police officer to the homeless people um, and, um, you know, so far it's been uh, kind of taken off that way. And right now we're, we're trying to get involved with the Camden the Police Department. There's also some homeless shelters in the area that um, we're getting in touch with. And another way this has taken off as well is um, we were interviewed by Action News, and they did a really nice piece on us about a month ago. And it was broadcasted, and one of my coworkers put it on a website, which is a Facebook website for CRNAs, in which we discuss different cases and just interesting topics. And he put this on the page, and this uh, Facebook website has uh, about 25,000 members. So um, you can imagine all the responses I got, and it's, it's really been overwhelming and really, like, amazing, too. So there's, uh, you know, I've been getting emails from California, from Florida, from all over the United States wanting to start this type of program in, their, in this hospital. And this is all really because of Dana. You know, Dana brought this here. You know, I took off with it. She took off with it in her way, and it's kind of starting a, you know, it, it's it's a movement. So, um, you know, we're we're pretty proud of it. Dana, how long does it take to make each blanket? I'd say between fifteen and twenty minutes. It's really not hard at all. How many people are you involving? Are other providers in the OR getting involved? And and what do the physicians think of this? Uh, the physicians are just fine, just now starting to, like, talk about it, well, talk to me about it. and They're not really involved, like, where they want to help sew or distribute them, but they all think it's, like, an amazing idea and, you know, that it's a really awesome. We're a Catholic health system, you know. We promote, you know, giving back to the community and helping, you know, your fellow neighbor and stuff like that. So everybody agrees that, like, it's a really awesome thing. And I have so many people that I work with that they want to help. They don't have a sewing machine. So in the first two weeks of February, we're just going to be distributing them in Camden with the police department. And um, they, I tell people they can come with us. If you want to help, you can donate elastic, you can donate thread, or you can just go with us when we hand them out. I mean, I, I as the more the merrier. Wow, we sure could use some of those here in Chicago. How warm are they, Laura? I mean, if you say you're using them for sleeping bags and blankets, how are you sewing them together to make it so that they are warm? Well, there's different sizes. Um, you know, if you think about all the different types of surgical equipment, the, we have the bigger equipment, the smaller equipment, so there's different sized tarps. Um, the bigger ones we sew together, and we make those into just the mats that the, uh, the people can lay on. Um, the, the fabric itself isn't necessarily warm, but it's, uh, impermeable to water. It's heat resistant because if you think about how we sterilize the instruments, they have to go into an autoclave, which is about 350 degrees to sterilize all the instruments. So this material is extremely durable. So when I make a sleeping bag out of it, it's, 
it protects them from the elements. Um, it'll repel the rain. It will repel the wind, which, you know, the hypothermia can, you know, kill people. So it's really more of like a repellent for all the, the harsh elements out there. That is amazing, ladies. What do you want the community to know? And, and Laura, I'm going to start with you, and then Dana, you'll get the last word here. What do you want the community to know about this initiative? I think it's just wonderful what you're doing and how you want them to get involved. So, Laura, why don't you start? Well, already I can give you an example how the community has gotten involved. Um, um, very nice woman who lives in a retirement community in Morristown called the Evergreen. She reached out to me and she says she has a sewing club that meets once a week. And she read the article in the Career Post about our group and she would love to get involved. So I met with her about a month ago and I brought my bag full of tarps there and I showed her what the mats look like and she was super excited. And I actually just met her two days ago and I picked up about 20 or so mats that they had made and uh, took a nice picture with them. And, um, you know, I couldn't be happier that the senior citizens there who are, you know, have so much energy and so much enthusiasm for helping the less fortunate, um, you know, came together and decided to do this for the community. They, uh, they saw this out there and, uh, you know, they reached out to me and, you know, wanted to help. And I think that's, it's pretty uplifting that everyone can help out in, in one way or another. What a sense of of satisfaction, so rewarding. So, Dana, last word to you. What do you want the community and other health systems to know about what you're doing, why you started it, how easy it is, and just really how anybody can get involved in this? Um, Well, I guess first I just wanted to tell you real quick that um, Veronica in California and I have actually kind of like joined forces and where she's called the Decor Project, our project's now called just the English version of that, From the Heart Project, and we are on Facebook. If anybody wanted to get involved, they could join the page and talk to us and stuff like that. And um, I've had uh, hospitals in West Virginia, Dallas, and Atlantic City who are getting ready to start their own programs making mats, which is really exciting. Um, I just, you know, there's so much waste. I just, I wish that we, we could all find a way to like reduce that waste because I mean, this, this is our, this is our planet. Like we need to be kind to it. I'd like to add to Dana, what she has to say. Um, I have a one public Facebook post, um, under Laura Sweeney Faust. And in that post, um, there is a video of Veronica and how to make those mats. And also I give a little more detailed description of how to make it a little bit easier and how to make the sleeping bags. So if listeners want to log on to that and um, Laura Sweeney Faust post, which is my one public Facebook post, um, they can, they can learn how to do it and, um, you know, spread the word as well. That's wonderful, ladies. Thank you so much for all the great work that you're doing for the Lord's community and beyond. It's really, it's very special and it shows that you care and you're taking the time and you're also informing other hospital systems of how to do this. And the word is definitely going to spread. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is Lord's Health Talk. For more information, please visit lordsnet.org. That's lordsnet.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for tuning in.